1: Hi, everybody. It's Russ from iHammers11. I hope you're all safe and well. Uh, If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're notified of any time we put up new content. Obviously, we have videos going up daily, but sometimes two, three times a day. And every interview, every memory, every story, every player picked... You don't want to miss, because everyone's a belter, because everyone's individual to them. So make sure you hit that bell icon so you don't miss nothing. Loads of great guests, loads of great fans, including today's fans. You, you know, he does, he, he hauls himself about the YouTube channels, West Ham Fan TV. He does a bit of this. He does not of Irons United. It's Jazz Apple. Hi, Bert. hi, Jazz. How are you doing, man? Hi, come on, you Irons. Lovely come on, you nice. Irons, indeed. How are you doing? It's yeah, those, brilliant, Ross. Yeah. Cover your eyes is one of those things, and it? it's really funny. It's I don't I don't think any <laughs> other I don't think any other group has that sort of you know, I was talking to Sam Delaney about it once and you know you walk up and if yeah. you're in a West Hampshire and someone if you're in the middle of I don't know, Horn Street, or Church High Street, yeah. Come your eyes, cover your eyes. <laughs> I, I don't see that with two Arsenal fans or two Spurs fans going past each other.
0: No, like, no, we are special, aren't we? Yeah, special we're already, with, we've, already been us, social, yeah. we've
1: already been social distancing for many, many years just by saying, you know, Come <laughs> you know, And then you just carry on walking across the road. How's lockdown for you, Jazz?
0: Lockdown is not too bad because I'm, I'm usually worked from home three days a week. So it's five days now. Yeah. And the second thing is I'm not really a person who goes out, for instance, to the pub a lot. I, I mm. kind of go once a week for a nice pub lunch and a yep. drink. I'm one of those, I just kind of invite people around my house and we have mm. a few drinks at home. Um, lo- big difference for the children. They were going to have their GCSE exams. a level mm. My daughter's hoping to get to university this summer. So real sort of upheaval for them. Um, the wife's taking a bit of a career break. So she's just at home, sort of keeping herself busy, doing various things. So not not too bad, but I'm beginning to sort of get itching a little bit to get out there, meet my yeah. friends and get the football back on. So... Yeah, it's ten, eleven weeks, whatever. So yeah, good so far. Keeping healthy, staying at home as much as I can, away from the crowds. Um, but yeah, there's only a certain amount of time before, yeah. as a natural, humanly possible, you, you want to go out there, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it's it started off as as um, unusual. Then it became um, sort of a hindrance. Then it became the norm, and now it's just becoming boring, now, isn't it? So yeah, and yeah. Uh, but it's, as you said, football's on. You know, you know, and and. We we can only have you know we have we have the jo- the joys of West Ham to look forward to in the next nine you know nine games or so and uh, hopefully yeah. more entertaining than uh, the Sheffield United Villa game yesterday.
0: That was awful, wasn't it? Awful weather, awful football, awful pace, and it then was... to top it up, the thing I hate the most, um, the VAR or whatever, came back to haunt us and. Oh yeah. god
1: you god. can you can you can take a pause on football for 100 days or whatever but it just carried on as normal yeah. isn't it it was like you know boring boring football technology was yeah. crap and then the next the next game arsenal did you know completely capitulated david luiz as you know nothing's changed nothing seems to have changed <laughs> apart from there's no crowd I'm see just thinking, is. whether
0: whether technology is there or not. Surely the linesman, the referee, you can see it re- if it's gone over or not.
1: It's, but it looks yeah. like the
0: referees are not bothering, are they?
1: Yeah. Well, they just they're relying on technology now, isn't it? I think yeah. that's that's the yeah. trouble. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was question marks. Obviously, the fact that actually VAR could, you know, could have officially overruled that because it was still in the same. Great same until the, that that throw was taken afterwards apparently they could have still got involved but he didn't because the go- oh, I don't know. although we didn't see one well, nice no, you, you, you always see the overhead view didn't you when it was a no goal um uh, yeah. like with the line and the ball yeah. we, didn't, we didn't get to see that one so no, a, bit weird. No. a bit weird but yeah. um 9000 times they've been using via hawkeye apparently and the 9001 time it it buggers up, and it, you know, nine-hour our luck, it will yeah. bugger us up in the, at the end. And and you yeah, know, yeah. that point could mean a lot, you know, for Villa towards the end. But uh, anyway, until then, let's talk about fun stuff, let's talk about memories because we, we, we can, you know, obviously, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen in the next nine games, but um, we know what's happened before. How, why West Ham? Yes, why, why West Ham for you? How'd you get into it? Right,
0: right, West Ham. My, my dad is a West Ham fan. Um, Came from India at the age of 12 in the mid early 60s. And he basically said to me, I saw the 1966 World Cup final and I wanted to find out who Bobby Moore plays for. And that's the team I'm going to follow. And we're, we're one of those West Ham fans who are from West London. So yeah. I was born in an Ealing sort of area called South, which is mini India. Yeah, I used and famous, to work for, yeah,
1: no, South and famous
0: for selling um, Alan Devonshire to West Ham. Yes, End. exactly. <laughs> so that, that's the history so it's all within the family and, and my dad is quite passionate and he used to say to everyone if you don't follow West Ham you know where the front door is <laughs> so, <laughs> so we never had any choice and naturally didn't really want a choice and, and that's how I became a West Ham friend through my father yeah
1: yeah that, that was it as you said and it's lovely yeah you hear quite a lot of that particular, who was the, there was someone else, into it. it was the same story about the World Cup and, uh, and even some like, you know, uh, so, the, the uh, Martin Goddiman, who I do the, who does the announcing at Upton, uh, Upton at London yeah. Stadium. Um, so when I was interviewing Martin, obviously I've known, worked Martin for many years and, and I found that his story of West Ham, again, very similar to yours, West London boy, um, uh, Brent, more Brentford area, I believe. And, um, and yeah, he watched the, the World Cup and he wanted to be Martin Peters. It wasn't about it wasn't about the team. He wanted to be about whatever Martin Peters was the, And obviously it was West Ham and it started yeah his his sort of career. So it, it's funny how much that's that one obviously a massive event, but had such an effect on, on fans. And I was interviewing some some ex players yeah. the other day who was around, who were around that time. Um we were playing with Bobby and and Jeff and Martin, and they said they yeah. were like rocks. You know, we were going around West Ham. We were, were travelling um, to America in sort of the sixty. which was never done before, but because they had Bobby Moore yeah. and Jeff and Martin, it, it's it's um, it's incredible. Absolutely, they're playing to like sell out crowds, You know, doing a friendly against the states and
0: yeah. Uh, it's, it's I incredible. mean even. Yeah, even when you think about the old players, I mean, I live in Windsor at the moment, so Phil Parks is in Wokingham, he's not too far from me. Mm. And when you read the history of the players, Phil said, yeah, I used to travel from Wokingham to Chadwell Heath every morning. And that is one hell of a journey. I mean, yeah. I do it for match match days and it takes me an hour and a half through Waterloo and Stratford. And that, that's mm. quite, quite a big journey for me. And then obviously they said, oh, Paul Goddard was from West London. Alan Devonshire used to be picked up from there. I think Kevin yeah. Keane, Martin Allen was from Gerrards Cross, not yeah. far from here. Yeah. Um, so you have got a fair few, few players from the west side, really. Yeah, no, it's true.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. And there was never any restrict. I mean, I was we was talking to um, as I said before we started. I was talking to Leo um today for for another um, another video, and he was saying he almost joined Watford. And the story was he was in the he was he was chatting. You chat to the he was on the, even even spoke to Elton John. You know, it was that, that far down the line, and yeah. literally, I was about to sign the contracts. And He goes, Oh, yeah, by the way, you um, all of our players have to live within a 12 mile radius of Vicarage Road. And, oh, he was right. like, and he was like, Uh, no, I've got kids, they're at school, I'm not taking them out of school. And and but yeah. West Ham, obviously, he said Mad Dog yeah. and Kevin, they were car partners together and they were driving around the M25 every other day, every day, you know. So, yeah. um, it's it's, fun- it's funny how, how different clubs work. Um, Oops. so go on.
0: Funny story about that. Phil Park said when he joined, um, yeah. they they pushed the training out to ten o'clock to accommodate Phil. Really? So John said, "We'll do anything to get you in, and we'll do it." So that that kind of helped
1: because that was a huge. <laughs> I mean, that was a huge coup for West Ham. You know, it was yeah. like you know, it's you know, it's the equivalent now yeah. of De Gea. You know, uh, you know, it was it was like the you know, world it was world transfer record. Yeah. yeah, to come to West Ham rather than United, Man United were after him. It was a huge coup. I don't think people from from my era yeah. particularly um, appreciate that. Yeah. But um, that was a great yeah. It's, uh, I can see that. Uh, just Imagine we do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ten <laughs> o'clock. Yeah, yeah. He was thinking lying in bed as well. Um, so, so obviously since since obviously you started, you know, watching watching the Amers. You know, there must have been. Uh, lots of examples in your head Which, which pop to mind Sort of fond memories and, and, and great days You know What were some of them? I know you can't say everything But you know, what are the main ones that pop in your head When you think about that?
0: I think the main one is my first memory Of saying I'm a West Ham fan And that was Tony Cotty's debut Against Spurs in 1983 I think yep. New Year's Day And I remember I was only about 11, 12 My dad said oh we're playing Spurs and then he explained that looks like the game is going to be on in the big match this evening. So we'll stay up, we'll watch it. We won 3 0. And then yeah. it started from there. So that's my first memory of I, I know kind of, I fully understand, not fully understand, but from memory, that's West Ham. Yeah, that's yeah. who my dad likes. So I like them. So it started from there. And what always kind of used to be attractive to me it was the colors, the colors we played in. Yeah, it wasn't that yeah, common. Yeah. Beautiful colours. I mean, blue and red's boring. I mean, half the league plays in those colours and white. Yeah. But yeah. we've got really unique colours. Uh, and that's one of the things I say, especially that Adidas kit from the early 80s. Wow, I yeah. say, wow, the players look smart in that. Great atmosphere when you used to sort of watch it on TV a lot. So that's my first memory. And then that naturally follows on to the 85, 86, I think. Um, sure. But having said that, I do remember we narrowly escaped relegation the year before. Yeah, Um, I went to Wales, Snowdonia on a um, primary school trip But I had one eye on the scores Because it was getting very tight when it came to the last four games And we just about stayed up Um, And then 85-86 And then what I remember is obviously the matches weren't on TV a lot then But on the radio, especially LBC They would say, okay, West Ham are winning And it's that man again, Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: And I'm like, wow, who is this guy like? before every game there always been a goal at Upton Park out and McAvenny again and when you look yeah. at a list of the goals he scores a lot in pairs he's obviously yeah. scored single goals as well and like, who is this guy who's come in no one knows who he is It's a funny name just every game so those are my early memories of yeah. sort of supporting West Ham and being in the playground from West London I was probably the only one yeah, exactly. I knew most of the people were Chelsea in my area um, QPR um, a little bit, maybe one Fulham, um, so that kind of mix we had, yeah, 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 and, yeah, And you always get those London fans following Liverpool who are really annoying, but never mind them, <laughs>
1: yeah. Standard,
0: yeah, yeah. So, those are my memories, really, yeah,
1: yeah. As you said, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, you probably got into it at a good, properly into it at a good age, really, wouldn't you? Because obviously then you had, well, not really, because you had eighty five, eighty six, and then it just went like <laughs> it was like nothing, <laughs> wasn't it? Nothing until well, until when? But exactly, but um, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, yeah, and I I agree. You know, obviously, I wasn't, I was, I'm um, um, a little bit, little bit less experienced than you guys. I was a little bit younger, so I wasn't. I don't really remember the and yeah. season I, I was, I was. Probably that I was four at the time, um, but uh, <laughs> but the idea being is yeah, but it was just as you said with someone like Macaveni and Cotti, and obviously we've had them on the channel, and and you know that whole team was it was incredible when you looked at it, from, you know, and there's not only the, the results but the team as a as a whole, such a togetherness, and the fact that you know they're still revered yeah. every time they come on the pitch. TC said it himself. I think there's seventeen. Yeah. Records or something like that they 're still which is absolutely mental, considering the the, t- the caliber of players we 've had through the door since then, you know yeah. Yeah, the red rednap era, for example yeah, the the wealth of, yeah. of talent that, that, that Tony Carr bought through that sort of in that two thousand that, that, that period where you had Joe and you carrot and you know it only matched we, we got fifth you know that in um, 99 season um, I think if i 'm wrong, some Kent Hammers would always. A question, it always corrects me on yeah, my yeah, videos. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right. I
0: mean, I've met a lot of the characters in the West Down Way events. So that Dave Walker and the ex set yeah. organised really well, and they're really nice guys, always have time Brilliant. for you. Lots of photos and discussions with those guys. Um, but I feel that, um, luck is never in our no kind of area as a club. And you look at the song Fade and Die, and I'm like, I, I always think sometimes we're cursed. I know it's a very strong word to use, but give you examples of the number of semi-finals defeats we've had in the past. Yeah. We we're about to win even what used to be the old Division 1, and we lost that by last minute, older penalty, even that didn't come to us. Yep. A Liverpool FA Cup final, the less we say about it, the better. That was a tragic sort of tragic day for all West Ham fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when we finished third, I felt like there was a very harsh win to that war. So the up to part frozen pitch meant that towards the last two months, the league didn't want to help West Ham. We ended up yeah. playing... Nearly, nearly four games a week, and mm-hmm. the FA Cup took a lot out of us. We had a very small squad and then it might be harsh to say this, but I even feel that when Liverpool beat Chelsea to win the league, Kenny Darleash, I think Chelsea let them win. I really feel that Ken Bates at the time he would not have let Chelsea kind of win, and then we got the title on a Monday, yeah because yeah. all the lads in they all say they go if we went into that Everton game on a Monday, needing a draw or to win we would have, we would have done it yeah. and um, and Chelsea beat us in April, didn't they? That was a big win against us towards the end but and then we didn't even get to, I mean Liverpool got to the FA Cup final, did the double and then and then we couldn't even get to the UEFA Cup because we were no, back from
1: Europe. We were banned from Europe, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just—it's just one of those things, yeah. isn't it? It's just like it's—you're it, you're right. And I just think it's—it's—it's it's, it's pandemic is it, well, not a pandemic. that's the right expression at the moment, but it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's happened throughout time, and not just like the team success, but you look at the players. So, you know, everyone says, "Oh, you know, Julian never got it. Julian never got an England cap, and Phil Parks she got more, and, and Billy." And they all seemed to turn up in an in an era where there was other. There was a lot of competitions. Obviously, Parks he was in goal, but he had Schultz and he had Clements. You know, left back uh, Julian. It was it was Piercy and the So and any other years two, three before or after, he would have been an England regular. And, you know, you look at the whole team, you know, I saw yeah. someone the other day and they said, oh, Bonzi, you know, if he ended up, a move into centre midfield. If he was right back, he would have played hundreds of games for England. And it just seems, we just, but that's us. We know that's us, don't we? We know that's West oh, oh, Even when you look at it, I
0: mean, we've got world-class players who spend a season at West Ham and for some reason or another, something happens, you've you've got people like Paul Ince, you've got people like Payet, you've got people like Arnie, you've got all these people, Glenn Johnson even, who's just there for half a dozen games, they come, and and for one reason or another, they just moved on, whether they want to do it themselves, the club's forced to do it, It's, it's tragic, and some players have even Sort of like Dean Ashton, that tragic injury, exactly, just yeah, exactly. Him and we yeah. found him after ages. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it, 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 I think the expression is for us: is what could have been? It's like always, you know. We talk about like, oh, what could have been with Dino? What could have been if I don't know? You know, and, and that, but you know, we're it's just. I always see West Ham as a bit like a soap opera you know what i mean and we like yeah. to and we like to yeah. be entertained and and, yeah, and you and you mentioned you know when you when you go to these events and you see you know, dave and x and obviously all the stuff you do with yeah. Lions united and it's, it's football is you know and it's, it's as much as we don't think it is football is secondary if 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 football was the main thing for us none of us would be a west ham fan Simple as, because we're never going to win anything, yeah. are we? we? We might have a good cut yeah. run occasionally. Uh, we're never going to win the title, but it's about the community. It's about the entertainment. Yeah. It's about being the fact, you know, that your mates, as you said, and that's why I think yeah. most people have missed in the last hundred days. It's not the football. Yeah. It's it's the pub yeah. beforehand, as you said. It's the again, yeah. you know, people still go to the Black Lion and come from Plaster and then walk over and, you know, and I yeah. think that's. Yeah. And that's what comes across with the podcast, the podcast, this video channel series, because it's, it's all about the whole thing has evolved because of people having conversations and I'll be talking to one person. Yeah. So like, you know, and I'll be talking to you and then probably afterwards, you'll give me five people to talk to. And it just goes yeah. like this, this, and this, and this. And yeah, that's, that's what we need to get back to. You know, it's, there's
0: not, West Ham fans everywhere. We're, we're a are. huge club. I mean, like you said, they've not really won anything since I followed them. And if you look at it, doesn't matter the price of the ticket, we're still getting around 50, 52, yeah. 53 at the ground. Which other club can do that? I mean, we're not glory hunters. Like you <laughs> said, I even mentioned in an interview with um, Nikki that it's not the match anymore. I come to meet people like you, Nikki, yeah. and all the fans, the pre match entertainment, post match, we keep in touch. We talk about the good old days, um, which are kind of long ago now. And just think, yeah. and I talk to people like because that Lyle era in seventy nine, eighty, eighty one. It was a little bit before me. I love to talk to people from that era. What yeah, was I it like? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to the final? What was it like the eighty one final? You know, so lots, lo- lots of nostalgic sort of things to discuss, and yeah.
1: No, it's totally, and that's uh, and that's also part of the reason why I started the channel because. It's Similar. I didn't experience, didn't experience eighty-five, eighty-six. The cup runs, the 80s, you know, the seventies, the night, the sixties, and talking to all these fans. Obviously, you can you can read up and you can see highlights of of Bobby Moore and and and, and Peters and Hurst and McAvaney and Cotty. But listening to the stories and actually also listening to the players talking about it so passionately, um, it's really, you know, I've just got this better timeline in my head. You know even now from about 92 to about 96 everything's a blur because i remember sort of things and then everything's all in blocks i do it based on shirts so it's like oh yeah i remember <laughs> i remember i remember john Artson, he was in the it was in the doctor the thing the pony one without a dr martin shirt but not necessarily sort of what season it was and stuff but um no it's, it's good fun it's good fun and uh and as you said it's all about sort of connecting with people and people i wouldn't have necessarily spoken to you know
0: but I wanted to congratulate you on this channel because what I really like are new ideas. So a lot of the channels that we have, they're kind of yeah. replicating what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was so new. And what I really like about it is it's not just saying what do you think is the best West Ham team in the history. It's kind of there's a reason behind it. Either like you said, you've played and played with them as a player,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. or they're within your memory as a fan. Because otherwise, I would say, oh yeah, Bobby Moore's
1: going to be of course, in the back, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jeff. Uh, so that's what. So every there's a niche. Okay different team for every person who's going to come everyone, on is, the a show. Diff- everyone is a different
1: level every, You're yeah. Right. Yeah. everyone's everyone's different of course there will be people of the same have a few of the same players but yeah. it's it's football is a game of opinion it's a game of opinions isn't it yeah. you know i i loved razor ruddock you know he was he was the last person i had on the back of my shirt would I pick him in my 11? No. But did I love him? Yes. You know, it's like, <laughs> but it's, and it, and it's it, you see, and we've got some really, we've got some, we've got some, uh, <laughs> got some great, great guests coming up. And also we've got a few ex-players who haven't, who are a bit obscure, but I love it. They always come on. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah, even yeah, if yeah. they played 15, 20 times the club, that's 15 times more to, than they have yeah. played for my boyhood club. You know what I mean? So, and that yeah. doesn't matter if they're like, you know, uh they're Cotty, or their someone who hasn't, yeah. you know, or, or Bertie, bless him, who hasn't never played for the first team. They were all West Ham, you know. And that's that's what joins us all. Thank you, I appreciate. Yeah, that. like even
0: Chris and Mitchell Thomas, who played like half the season, and you know, people like that. So we still remember
1: yeah. them. Yeah. Of course yeah. we do, because they've all they've, they've all they all played a part in the fabric that is that is West Ham. The story is <laughs> it's, it's a it's a lot it's a long soap opera. Um, now they're talking about. 11s um yes we obviously we go around and we we talk to play sorts of fans and players about their managers and coaches about the 11 players um so everyone's individual 11 now i've i've seen your um your your facebook messages with you and uh stelios um you know sort of trying to outdo each other um, in terms of uh, <laughs> team selection. So I'm looking forward to this one, guys. No, no pressure. Um, is, is, is there a particular theme or, or is it just uh, a, a, a collection of, 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 of players?
0: The theme is obviously became West Ham fan from memory January 1983
1: yeah
0: so all these players are going to be players who obviously played from that time onwards but were obviously in their prime and I recognize and I can remember watching them live for example so so there's going to be some famous players are not going to be in the team for reasons like they were they were going to retire that year or they finished the year before so I'm in that critical Harsh period where I cannot remember 78, 79, 80, 81, 82. So all those players who are in a lot of the teams that I'll come to later on are not going to be in my team. So yeah. so I'm kind of sandwiching that period. And even at 85, 86, I was only 12 then, but I do yeah. remember a bit more. So a lot of my players are going to be mid to late 80s and period all the way up to here, really. Um, so not going to be too many players from from the 70s. So... It's be yeah, a no, bit different. Yeah, good. And I was really happy to hear that you 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 were going to accommodate formations other than four four two. But to make you happy, mine's is a four four two, because I I nearly did a wing back system and then I switched it again. <laughs> and in terms of a goalkeeper that we were going to start with, yeah, it was really hard for me, and I changed my mind even half an hour ago. I was just like, oh god, what I'm going to do? Close to the so wire. that's the yeah, that's the basis of the team. So, okay. players within Let, my let's, memory let's as a start fan. With, yeah. Let's
1: start with your, your new recruit, that like your goalie then. Who <laughs> have you This was
0: very hard for me. Mm. Um, I mean, I began sort of to go a lot towards the late 80s, yes. early 90s. And Phil Parks, God bless him, had more or less kind of coming to the end. The yes. knees had given up and I'll, I didn't see the best of him. No. And... Uh, I remember McKnightmare from Celtic, um, who John Lyle signed, didn't work out. Um, so a lot of people don't like the manager, Lou Macari, but he bought a lot of good players. And one of, Lou, one of them was um, Ludo. Yeah. So I wanted to mention Ludo, who just missed out on mm. being in my team. But I, he came like a breath of fresh air. No one knew who he was. No. And what really came to prominence were two things about him, the actual size of him. I know goalkeepers are big. But he was extra, extra big and his goal kicks
1: were huge. Yeah. And I know they were Lou weird, they kind were of weird liked weren't they? He <laughs> sort of did this little backlift thing, like he was a, a little little boy wind himself up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was weird. But yeah, yeah. okay, and he's so, quite
0: so, act- act- yeah, so He was, he was. He, I
1: mean, he was completely different to someone like Phil Parks, wasn't he? He was just a different mould yeah. of a goalkeeper. And again, it was a, the sort of more towards the modern era of a goalkeeper, you know, sort of athletic build. Who's you know? Yeah. I mean, look at the hair and yeah, you know, even yeah, you know, Edison. They they're quite bulky, but they're quite athletic, aren't they? But um, right, okay, but but Ludo, it's not Ludo, it's not Ludo. It's not, it's is not it, Ludo. Is it's, it Neil Finn? Neil Finn. I tell you, I was playing <laughs> Championship
0: Manager 97-98 last night, and Neil Finn was on my bench nearly. Yeah, Neil Finn. That's that
1: came out. <laughs> good. All right, okay. It's, it's not Neil.
0: It's uh Robert Green. Greeno. Greeno is Greeno, and I feel we're not really sport for choice. To be fair, in terms of great, great, great goalkeepers, it's still mm. left. So, and I was surprised to to see how many seasons Robert Green he, he was there for a good, good while—four, or mm. five seasons for us. Very stable, good signing from Norwich, same club we gave us Dean Ashton, and um, got into the England team as well. He did. So I think he was fairly stable most games, fairly self-confident. Mm had a good kind of commanding personality about him, very well spoken, and I'm sure he's quite popular around the dressing room. Mm. So it was going to be Robert Green and Ludo, and he was very close. But I just felt being really critical is I felt in in the top division Ludo wasn't consistent as he was when we used to go down in the championship. I just yeah. felt he kind of lost his way a bit and not saying it's all his fault because in front of him you have to look at that as well and Alvin and Tony are coming to the end of their careers. So mm. so Robert Green for me I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Robert okay. Green. Yeah. Good share. Have you seen Robert Green's new look? He, he was on a, he was Sky Sports or, or Sky the other day, and he looked like a Shamus, a the wrestler. He had this, little, like, Mahican hair. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love Robert Green. He's another guy. Take, he
0: doesn't live too far. He's another Gerard's Cross boy, I think. I've seen him driving around there. He doesn't
1: take himself too seriously, as well. That's what I love about people. People do these days, you know. They Texas too serious. And Greeno didn't. You know, he's still in the fact that he's a, he's a European Cup winner. Despite the fact he only played one game against for Chelsea, but oh, yeah, I just love yeah, it. I think yeah. He's great. He's a good shot. Okay, we'll put Greeno in. Let's go. Let's go left back then. yeah. who have we got left back then?
0: Left back, easy, wasn't it, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Dix?
1: Mister Dix. <laughs> <laughs> it was a toss up between him or Vladimir Laban. So I t- to, until I, I just want to give you. So out of this eleven,
0: a yeah. really interesting fact is out of these eleven, one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven have been hammer of the years, seven of them, and one, two, three have been runners up. Seven winners, three runners up, and one who didn't win it or wasn't runner up. Very good. So it, it's a team that I wanted to choose who've done well for us naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, some players are good before they join us and they're not so good and much better when they leave us. So they, they, these players have yeah. certainly given us good memories, yeah. Yeah. So it's Mr. Dix. Yeah. Hammered, hammered a year twice in 96 and 97. Yeah. And uh, runner-up probably one or two times other than that. So, yeah. But but the first thing about Julian Dix is same thing well, you, you've been saying the last couple of days. I cannot remember a guy playing from fullback who used to dominate the game. No. I mean, he was, cap, he was captain. He'd, he'd pass 10 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards at will right on the 10-pence coin. He had a brilliant three kick, great penalty, captain, and never went anywhere near the England team, which is mm. tragedy. And Russ is one of the things I get upset for in England. If you're a really good player outside the top four, like Matthew, Leticia, even Glenn yeah. Hoddle had it tough getting in there, and he, his hair was too short or long, whatever, it's, it's just ridiculous. You know, the guy just oozed ability. And mm. a really interesting fact, I think, on one of your guests yesterday, that so you did play for England and we had a penalty shootout, you've got a dead certain goal, haven't you?
1: <laughs> Venable's got it wrong. Venable's got it wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, yes, yeah, Julian Dix. Um, yep. Yeah. Captain Marvel, yeah.
1: Captain Marvel. Good old Julian. And it's it's nice when you... I mean, obviously, I appreciate you. You're going through the... You're going for all, all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, for some time. Um, but, uh, listening to the players, when... You know, I always... Yeah, we have fans have an appreciation of players, but when the players have the same appreciation for their teammate, that to me is like up, you know, upper yeah. echelons in terms of respect. And they all talked about Julian. They all talked about how they couldn't train like him, but he was yeah. had this like god given talent to play football. Um, and, and yeah, you know, how he'd, you know, have a can of Coke and a Mars bar, and then go yeah. oh, be man of the match like absolutely mental yeah people like tim breaker and he's like yeah. you know i had to i had yeah. to warm up for yeah. few minutes but um
0: i, I love i love tim breaker's nickname robot i love it i think it's
1: fantastic yeah. i just like i didn't <laughs> i was like robot it's <laughs> a trouble because because players talk about each other oh it would be reg and stretch and yeah. i know what they're talking about now but it's like you know there's no textbook anyway you know what i mean so it's like yeah. he said robot yeah. and i was like what are you on about martin the, the machine. When, when he said machine, I knew he meant Tim. I think
0: he does look like a robot as
1: well. He does now, yeah. And actually, he's a, he's such a nice bloke as well. We had such a good yeah. time chatting to him, and he's just like it's it's so like it was like a roller coaster ride that day. So I had like yeah. Mad Dog then then it was like Kevin Keane, so it's a lot more sort of (laughs) relaxed. And then it was Ian Bishop. So it was like, I was like in the middle of some (laughs) valley talking. It was like, I don't know where to look, but yeah. Great characters, yeah. They're brilliant. And that's, yeah, and I've said it in almost every episode, I miss, that's the one thing I really miss about West Ham is is the lack of characters. Um, In the last... 15 years you know there's been since since that era that mad dog era and it's it's the sky
0: era russ it's when sky came in everything's changed from the Mm. sky 93 season i think onwards so much money and you don't have the local boys in the team anymore like you used to like 86 I said they said yeah we're all british we were in the dressing room it's easy to wind each other up we kind of got it um so i think it's from that season we pre-sky and post-sky is how we look at it now isn't
1: it yeah Yeah, i think yeah i think obviously the last last the great characters was someone obviously like paolo you know and that was he was the last i think you know we don't get but yeah it's 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 something i miss now you know and even more so talking to like when you're talking about stories about the players you liked and the fans and and other players and actual players talking about you know wind-ups yeah. and pranks you just it, 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 as you said the money's too serious it's become too serious and too professional in my opinion you know and it's like because i think definitely it's just you know yeah, then, yeah. and, and that's why anyone with a bit of character stands out like a like a sore thumb you know so it's like even like it not even like a, a humorous character even like a yeah. leadership camp character character so someone like Declan Rice no wonder everyone's after him because he stands up like a sore thumb because he's a leader at the age of was he 22 something like that yeah and there's no leaders in the game after it's like yeah John Terry's probably the last one in England really a leader.
0: worth a lot I mean I mean Nolan was a brilliant one we had yeah very few leaders in the game and Rice comes across as a very level-headed good person who's not going to act too rash in any way if he leaves which we all know he will he'll leave in the right way Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, very level-headed.
1: Yeah. Think, yeah, no, I agree. Right, anyway, so yes, yes, Julian. So, Julian's in. Okay, let's go, let's go right back. Then. Yes, he's right. right.
0: Back then. This person is a player that can play in one or two positions. He was used a lot as a wing-back in yep. Harry's team. Uh, as a winger before. He could even played up front, if need be. And I feel, because I wanted to play a certain person... In on the wing, I slotted him in at right back, and that's yep. Mr. Travis Sinclair.
1: Travis Sinclair,
0: I think he's um, he can play in that role. I think yep. he's got a good engine on him, good ball control, can stick his foot in. Um, and I'm sure he can overlap and get the odd goal and whip across him. I think is John Hartson was one of the people saying he loved playing with Travis Sinclair. A number did. of balls used to whip in, so it's Mr. Travis Sinclair, yeah,
1: yeah. And again, as you said, It's uh, it's about Greeno, you know, obviously. An England player when he was at West Ham, which was always, you know, yeah. He's he was a, he was he was brilliant, Trev. I, I, he's, I one a, a brilliant... Runner, he's one of my
0: runner. one of my runner-ups. Remember year he was a runner-up. Didn't yes, win yes. So put so, Trev in. so Robert Green, Robert Green won it. Dix
1: won it. So yes, in. Okay, dokey. Right, let's go centre backs. Then who's the first centre back for the upper eleven?
0: The first centre back. I don't do it a lot, but he wasn't with us for that long. But he left such a mark on me in terms of stature, the way he came across, the personality, the way people thought of him, and how much he gave a little bit towards the end. It's Billich. Yeah.
1: It's Billich. Yeah. It Who hasn't been in that many teams? I don't think. No, right. no not not that yeah. many. Not that many. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. I I always have my spreadsheet open, and and today I haven't got my spreadsheet <laughs> open. God, Tony, Cot- <laughs> Tony Cotty would hate me. I haven't got my spreadsheet open. He loves my spreadsheet. Oh. Now, yeah, Billich. I don't think he's come up particularly often. Uh, he's only come up in 15, 14 percent of oh, of, that's the, still, of the eleven. Still not bad. That's not. That's I mean, not that's not bad. a lot. It's still not a lot, to be honest.
0: I mean, I looked at people like, um, I mean, I'll tell you after I picked the last central, but I was looking, it's a good choice there, Good, good lot of players there. But yeah. I felt Bilic, Mr. Luftwaffe, General, whatever we called him back then, a was goodbye from Harry from the German league. And, and he proved his worth for us when I think about it. He got his country to the semi-finals of the World Cup, the mm-hmm. Croatian team. And I'm not sure if he was captain or not, was it Stimak? I'm not sure, but he, that, that showed his worth and value. Yeah, and even coming back as a manager that shows me he, he gave a little bit back to the club you know yeah. he came back and he's he fully understands the club and he's mm. got reasonable Claret and blue in him somewhere and doing well at the moment so and I think he's a user general. He'll look after the back four, bring them together. And then one, one of the few, not few, but a person Julian Dix looks, looks after, looks, looks up to so much. So them two yeah. together, good friends. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Good, good idea. I mean, that was a solid, think about it, that, Croatia 98, where it was, was Stimac and Bilic in the middle. That, you know, that was, that was solid. And they looked cool, didn't they? except like that, the checkerboard sort of top. Oh yeah, very different. They had yeah. a really cool strip as well. And it was, it was unusual, but uh, yeah, slabs think- in. I like that.
0: I think that. I think they had Suker, the Roberto Gianni at fullback. Loads yep. of
1: players. They yeah, did a very good team. Yep. So that's uh, Mister Village. Yep. 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 Who's he going to partner then? In a sense, it's going like. to be. Well, I looked at. Well, we got people
0: like Upson, Gale, Collins, Gabidon. Don Reaper. I had a long think about Reaper. I don't think we realised how good he was before he went no. to Celtic. No. Yeah. I can't put Galo Martin in because under. As a fan, they only had one, one, one and a half years. Re- yep, apart from I 85, 86, and, Martin, and Martin admits it. He said, after that season, I only played 10 times in Gale. We were in Middle Yeah, It's going to be Rio. Mr. Rio. Mr. Rio.
1: Rio. Rio
0: Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. A lot of pace in there in the back to help Slaven, and good in the air as well. And carved out a great career for himself, I think.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah. He's a good player. And, and uh, announced today he's going to be a dad again. Oh, nice. wonderful.
0: Oh, lovely. That's so nice. Yeah, oh, lovely. Fully Deserved, yeah, definitely.
1: Lo- lovely guy. Uh, and he he uh, he responded to one of my tweets which uh, the other day, which I was terribly impressed by. I was terribly excited when the um, when I put up the, the Tony Carr video, and uh, he 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 replied oh, to it saying legend. I was wow. like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, come on the show, come <laughs> on the show. It's gone, oh, quite wow. since then. it's gone quiet since then, so um, yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, no Rio. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was part of that, fat, you know, phenomenal conveyor belt yeah. that was kit ticking over. And, and and I was talking to a, a, I was talking to an ex-player today, and he made yeah. a good point actually about that conveyor belt because the assumption was that it's you know, you had you know, it was it was always churning out players, but actually it hadn't done it, you know, in in such a in such a you know, a strong way. Concentrated period, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for concentrated period, you get one or two, so yeah. you got, got your cotties yeah. and, and people like, that, but no, mm, yeah. Yeah. and then you had this massive no. influx of you know, six of them almost at the doorstep, yeah. so to speak. And, um, and you know, it's true, it's true, yeah. And obviously, it, that, that was a huge period, time in Tony Carr's period, you know, life, life at West Ham because he, oh, then? Yeah. well, he put he when he did his, I mean, he did his Academy 11 yeah. when we interviewed him, and it was all that period. It was all that apart from Kevin Keane, yeah. It was pretty much exclude and Cotty is exclusively that that team, the team that was, yeah, you know, too good to go down. I'll tell you, you I'll watch.
0: tell you what, um, Cotty came in, yeah, 83, then we had Ince in 87, 88. Yeah. But what really started me thinking, I was watching the David Roadcastle documentary, mm. and in that four or five that came. Ray Parler and Tony Adams were definitely West Ham boys in that area. And I kept thinking, how the hell did they go from our area to... Mm. And then Tony said, oh, I went to see West Ham, set up, I didn't like it. Yeah, Ray Parler, I don't know. But apparently, <clears throat> listening on another podcast, there's a lot what's behind... Even I mean, Tony Gardner done a great job, but there was yeah. another guy they pitched from Arsenal so he did. So Arsenal were pinching people from north, east, south, west, which never used to happen before. East nah. used to be West Ham's manor, and then Arsenal yeah. kept the northern kids. Yeah, so yeah. this guy obviously done a lot to get a lot of these people through the door as well. Who, mm. like you said, can't even think of his name, but he, he came across as a really good person. Even Harry Redknapp said that we we've got a great diner. He's Is it a Bray book? could be i can't
1: see either way yeah but this guy was like yeah. really i know romantic, you brought him in i know yeah. i know i know harry brought it brought in braybrook as well to work, work with t- tony yeah but um yeah uh, yeah yeah it's it's yeah, it, yeah you know it, west ham lover we love a you know academy boy coming through don't we you know we just do tony should have been our boy tony adams yeah he should
0: have been he should have been yeah. our boy and we needed same him as Jay, then, same
1: yeah. as john terry John Terry's yeah, our yeah, boy, yeah, you know, yeah, and and, yeah, and yeah. you know, he, he makes he makes Tony cars Tony Car's Academy eleven. But uh, you know, yeah, less yeah. said about that the, the better. But uh, yeah, we'll put Rio yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> Good shot. Brilliant. All right, let's go let's go midfield then. Uh let's go left midfield for the uh for the upper eleven.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go for similarly to Billich. He wasn't with us for that long, but Left a big mark on everyone. It's um, it's pie, yeah. It's it's pie, yeah, yeah. Um, even sometimes I don't do it a lot, but when things happen during the season, you might not remember what happens. But when you sit back and this video came on Sky about his goals, mm. I couldn't believe it. I go, he's even better than what I thought. The free kicks, the deliveries, yeah. the, the assists. Yeah, it's going to be hard for someone to have a season like that for us
1: for for a good while. To I have, think. Such, so an in, have to, yeah, such an impact, yeah, such an impact, didn't he? Such an early day, you know. Most most players, yeah, would, yeah. most players will sort of take, you know, I don't know half a dozen games to get up to speed, particularly from coming from the yeah. foreign league. First yeah. game, first game, you know, we was, yeah. we, was we was taking it at the Arsenal game. He was doing, you know, though Reese was had Ozu in his pocket. It wasn't that. It was the dimmy turns, and you know, he was beating yeah. players for fun, and you're thinking. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's that unfortunate thing with West Ham that you get a player and and they perform and they perform really well, and in the back of your mind you you're going, "Oh, how long is Alan to he buggers off?" You know, it's it's you know, Alan to another club comes to get him because like you know, it's just just the nature of us as a club. You know, unfortunately, we're not.
0: We didn't. We didn't even get the money that we deserve no, for him. No, we, no, you know? no, just, no,
1: no. There's we, a,
0: there's another thing, Ross. I just remembered. Hold so, so when Paul Lintz left us, yeah. the fee was going to be two about two million in that time. But what West Ham done because he wasn't insured and apparently he had a dodgy hip, I think, which he didn't have. We we took seven hundred and fifty thousand instead of two million because the two million was going to be on instalment plan over the next two years. And West Ham, yeah. I mean, we got nervous. And then when you think we bought <laughs> people, people like Colin Foster for that amount of money and the, the career Paul Lintz had. Yeah, we just never do things right. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah,
1: shocking. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 that East End like to get a deal, isn't it? That that's 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 the East End way, isn't it? Really, it's like you know, it's like 750 grand now yeah. is better than maybe two million in in yeah, uh, time. yeah. And so, Dimmy, you know, it was like you know, we had to, we had to cut um cut our um you know cut our ties and. I mean, obviously, we made on it. We made on the deal um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't the whatever Real Madrid were quoted, you know, 70 million or something ridiculous that were quoted in the summer after the Euros and stuff. But,
0: uh, hey, these yeah, things always yeah. happen with
1: us, don't they? Again, it's just saying about, yeah, you know, it's yeah. the luck and things like that. It's it's always the way with West Ham. Right, yeah. OK, we'll put Dimmy in. And as you said, you know, I, you know I'd put him in my 11 just because the enjoyment he gave me on that last season at Upton Park, you know. I was
0: thinking of people like Bellamy, because I had a lot of time for Bellamy. I yeah, he's such a... Injuries and not many appearances, but you could tell the guy was class yeah. on his day when he's fully fit. You couldn't get near him.
1: No. Um, so and that, again... Yeah, so Pai, yeah. And you're right. Again, you know, it mm. was the, the plan was Bellamy and Ashton up front. You know, if you had Bellamy and Ashton up front fit... Yeah. Oh, it oh would have God, been incredible, yeah, but he just wow. never really works. One was always fit and then Dashley got really injured. Yeah. It was just like a uh, story never. of our life as one director. Yeah. So. yeah. Right, okay. Let's go, let's go right midfield. Then who has got right midfield just?
0: again a bit like Sinclair. He can play in a couple of positions yep. because of his skill and Mr. Kenya. I'm gonna put him on the wing. Mr. Kenya. Um, again, a world-class player, he's got time, he's got control. Not many didn't see him lose the ball many times, if nope. anything. And, I, and I'm sure, and he'll be one of those players, he doesn't have to run like a typical win, winger down the wing and 100 miles an hour to whip it in. He can cut in both mm. ways. And
1: Yeah, you're right. He can,
0: yeah, he can cut in, which will be his big thing, I think, and help the front too. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, he would stay on the right, but he's <laughs> <laughs> you can put him there, but Christ knows he'll be by the end. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he's you know, he was. Until Pyatt came along, obviously, he was my number one uh, technical player. I'm obviously, yeah, it's a different favourite player. Um, and yeah, he was, I mean, everyone says it, you know, he was just box office, weren't he? He was like, he, you would buy a season ticket just to watch him, wouldn't you? And it was part of that crazy period, again, that, that red nap period, where yeah. you'd go to the game excited because you had no idea what was going to happen.
0: You know, it's like you watch,
1: you know, 5-4 against Bradford City.
0: Yeah, crazy. What What the
1: F, but to be honest those type of things happened like quite a lot not in the extremeness of that one match but um, no yeah he was he was brilliant yeah. and and you know it was him and then there was obviously people like Repka was he going to get a yellow card was he going to get sent off John Monker yeah, yeah. how long to he got a book in? you know it was all this it was all this entertainment which which you know it was a, that was my favourite period of of West Ham for me that, that's all crazy it's, it's
0: very entertaining when Harry's the manager because you know he's going to sign 30 players a season and sell 25 it drives the yeah. board mad. Yeah. But for fans, you're on you because back then we didn't have this silly window I don't agree no. with. And we always knew he's gonna be bringing in players quite regularly. <laughs> so. and,
1: and and you look at that period, and yeah. that was our most successful period, successful period. Seven years he was in charge for, didn't get yeah, relegated, yeah. you know, got relegated yeah. to you as soon as yeah, Rhoda took over. As he yeah, said the yeah. other day to me, but um, <laughs> which he yeah, made yeah, a point of yeah, saying yeah. to me, I was like, All right. um, but yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, for me, yeah. that was that was brilliant. I love that time, and just said, getting people like Razor Ruddock in, yes, it was Razor Ruddock but he was up past it and Ian Wright and he just had this conv- he said a conveyor belt who's this bloke from uh, Romania let will have a go and Marco it's yeah. oh, brilliant absolutely hilarious right okay we'll put Paolo on, on the right to start off with um, let's go let's go into midfield then uh, let's go for your first midfielder for the uh, for the Apple 11 <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think um, these two are selected. If we go with the more defensive box to box engine that you always need, it's um, Hammer of the Year twice, um,
1: it's Mr. Scott Parker. Three times, three times. Oh, is it? oh sorry. Yeah, three yeah, times. Sorry,
0: I put nine brackets. Ooh,
1: yeah, nine, I could just seven. see people going.
0: It was three oh, times. It was three, three times. Yeah. yeah,
1: three times. But it's okay. You, you didn't finish the sentence. I put so uh, right.
0: brackets nine dash eleven, but I didn't forgot about the ten in the middle. That's why I put the dash in
1: there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, brilliant!
1: Oh, I love you. I love you, Joe. That was it. <laughs> all about a dash. Yeah, yeah, Scotty P. Sorry, carry on.
0: He's one of those players like Billy Bonds he he, he left everything out there on the ground he just ran his guts out he's surrounded by people who weren't very good sometimes and moody and he virtually managed the team we're told them yeah the West why, Brom
1: game famously
0: yeah yeah and he and obviously towards the end yeah we weren't quite going to win anything for him and he probably thought move on and maybe into a slightly better team maybe try to get an England team but um so Scott Parker, but he's I put him ahead of people like Noble and um Nolan. Noble because I think for in terms of loyalty and appearances, it's very good. But in terms of just being honest, in terms of ability, yeah, I think Scott Parker was just a shade above them. Um, Noble. Um in see the thing with Paul Lynch is if he he even though he only played a season there's very few players at the complete midfielders mm. which you got with sort of Paul Ince the box to box could score a goal stick his foot in played to Manchester United the Milan clubs and Liverpool just a shame what happened but I feel he would have been brilliant for us then Nolan another great person I was looking at brilliant mm. you know you wouldn't he again, gave everything on the field. and yeah. Just a shame some fans sort of turned towards him at the end. It was a bit naughty of us, I think, but always had a great time for him. Mm. And he joined a very critical period that we had to come up before yes. the parachute payments ran out the first time up. And he helped out a lot, galvanised the dressing he room. Did. Big, big Sam's right-hand man. So and he's, and he's, it's, doing, he, yeah. he's
1: doing it now, really, isn't he? You know, I think, again, yeah, he's coming yeah. at a critical point, And you saw him in that last couple yeah. of games... The difference, yeah. you know, I just think it's, yeah, I think he's a better coach than he is a manager, and I think it's a it was a bit of a masterstroke yeah. by Moisey, to be honest. But yeah, no, I I think Kevin Nolan's great, but yes, Scott. Parker, you, talk, talk, talking Scott about
0: scousers, scousers, like Nolan, they do they do like Mark Ward, they do have something about them, don't they? Like yeah, they do. Ready to battle, battle, and,
1: and I think that's sort I think West of roll Ham, their sleeves up exactly. I mean, I think West Ham fans have that. You know, there's a, there's a natural association. I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that, you know, people talk about Alvin Martin, talk about Mark Ward, you know, scousers. Yeah. And, and obviously he said Nolan, I think it's, it might be, a, it might be a docs thing. And, and, and I, you know, it might be something to do with that. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah, we do yeah. seem to have a really good, um, I'm sure someone will yeah. give me 10 scousers in the comments there's the comments box yeah people yeah, were yeah. crack for us but for the purpose of today's video um, no you're right you're right totally and um, but uh, yeah I, I think Scott Parker was, was a brilliant player for us almost sometimes you could just see him go right and, and Julian did this as well where you go right fuck it I'm going to do it myself and you just yeah, almost you almost yeah. saw him pull their it physically and mentally pull their <laughs> socks up <laughs> and just headlight he do his little term yeah. stick his arse out and oh yeah, yeah. No, I loved Scott Parker
0: he was, he literally, I'm surprised he had the energy to walk off the pitch at the end sometimes. Yeah. He was that much trained, wasn't he? Gave it everything, didn't he, out there.
1: He, he was. Uh, the manager's, manager's dream. He was, he was. Like he, yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. the box the box the ideal box-to-box player. Um And, yeah. And he's obviously, he obviously wants to manage it now, isn't he? So, you know. He's the yeah. For anyway, okay, we'll put Scotty P in. Who's he going to partner then? I'm very lucky in this person that he can actually
0: do both jobs in terms of sticking his foot in, but also spray around, set up attacks. Very hard to find that type of player. Yeah. I looked at people like Martin Allen, Berkovich, Benyune, who I absolutely love yeah. those three. But this person, and talking about Scousers, it's yeah. Mr. Bishop. Yeah,
1: yeah, again, <laughs> it's so, Mr. Bishop, and he's going to hate yeah. me because I haven't mentioned him, and he's because he watches all the videos. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Bish Bosh, Sorry, I forgot. But yeah, um, yeah, Ian Bishop, brilliant player.
0: I listen to his podcast with his um, two sons very frequently and I was on a, a show with him as well not long ago and he was brilliant. He, he, was, yeah. he was brilliant. He was class, He's smooth. He could do everything he could. He'll, he'll go up to Rio and Village, and he laughs for the ball. He's not hiding. He'll start the attack, spray it. The only thing he, he said, hands up, I didn't score enough. That's no. the only thing yeah. he goes, I didn't do. But he was captain as well for us. And yes. got, so, so this team has got a lot of captains. A lot of captains. Bishop Parker. Not a lot of, bad, lot,
1: of, lot of skippers there. A lot of skippers there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and I think you need to, you need someone like like Bishop there from a character perspective as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got you know he's he's a he's a he's larger than life character, it, and yeah. uh, and no, yeah, I think for the for team morale as well, you need something like someone like Bishop. He,
0: he gave us some. Um, he gave us nine years, and this is the player that wasn't wasn't hammered of the Year or a runner-up. Surprisingly, yeah, meant to win it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I yeah, did, yeah I did yeah. I can't I think uh, did I I think someone was uh, no I know um, uh, I was going to be annoying Jim Grant did um, runners up of Ham of the Year teams so like they, they were to be a runner and and, oh. and, and, and uh, yeah that was quite good because it was like there's some random ones like and someone said he didn't pick, up, yeah. pick like uh, UC Askelainen he was runner up once, uh, when in the season that season he played, oh for us. right, well, that's um, a run, quite yeah. a, quite some funny ones, but um, yeah, but uh, no, we we'll put we'll put Bish in, Bish and Parker. That would be a nice partnership in the middle together.
0: Yeah, this is the team, Russ, This is going to the top of the league so far. I this think, is this top of the team.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. Let, let's go strikers in. Who's going to get these goals? Who's your first? So striker?
0: if I, so the first striker, obviously. Not saying because of that, but I think he gave us good service. He's one of the record scorers in the list. And and his debut goal, like we mentioned earlier, yeah. was when I... It's, Mr. it's TC,
1: TC. Tony
0: Cotty. Tony Cotty. Um, and I, I like this 4-4-2 traditionally, not just because we're doing it today. But I think sometimes in the modern... I, I hate the one up front on his own, the new yeah. modern thing. I just, I hate it.
1: I'm, we know it doesn't work for us, so that's the annoying I thing.
0: think if it's good enough for Alex, good enough for the old... Bill Shankleys and the Lyles, big even even to the effect i say you're big man, little man, I think that's perfect. You know? Yeah. I think we try to over overcomplicate things sometimes playing these all right, it works for Liverpool, that's fine. Those players are superhuman, but TC's your modern day gold poucher or gold hanger, we used to call it at school, which no longer exists, um, I'm, I'm afraid. So people like him and the target people like Carol, they're kind of coming out of the game, aren't they? Yep. They're not many around. Different. Um so I think it's T C, yeah, just to do a yep. simple job, get in the box and put it
1: in. Finish yep. it like the phone. Yeah, yeah, get exactly. in there. Right, okay, we'll put T C in. And who's he and who's he gonna partner? Who's gonna be the, the last piece of this of this puzzle?
0: The last piece before I mention it, some of the strikers that I've got a lot of respect for who, who didn't get in were people yep. like um Hartson, Ashton, Barr, Sacco, Zamora.
1: Bar, that's what, what Denver Barr. Yeah, that was a yeah, that yeah, was that's yeah, a good yeah. one. He's a good
0: him. one. Um, Kitson, uh, Carlton Cole for his service, Arnie and two people I really think were kind of, I think Jimmy Quinn I think was better than people think about him I think me and Nigel can't be loved Jimmy Quinn but the one who would have got really close again he's kind of underestimated as Mr Trevor Morley I think Mm. I I, I did like him I think he gave a good service for the team a lot of good goals as well, grafter, which players love. But it's going to be McAveni. It's going to be the old Cotty It's Got
1: to be I the think. partnership, yeah.
0: Yeah, he can do the running off the ball, get into the channels, provide the gaps for Bishop to find him. And Piay, can you imagine Piay trying to find McAveni? No top, because Makoveni is very. He said, "We've got to play it fast. Got to play it first yeah. touch, like Lyle. Get it over the head. Get it to me quick. And and I'm sure he'll he'll get the service. So." To MacAvaney. He was runner up. Never hammer of
1: the year. Runner up. Yeah, never hammer of the year. Never hammer. Obviously, TC won it in his in his, in the uh, eighty six. Yeah, in that season. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. And I think MacAvaney should have won it last that year. I think. Do you know what this? Yeah, and and uh, and funny enough, um, when we when I when he interviewed TC, that was one of the things I said to him was like, "What's it like? Because you're the first hammer of the year. What's it like winning the hammer of the year, particularly as a West Ham boy?" And he went. Do you know what? I was embarrassed. I was a bit embarrassed to be honest, because he thought he should have won it the year before. And I think he was. I think he was runner up a couple of times, like in succession. Paul Allen
0: won it the year before. Yeah, Paul though. Allen won it yeah, the year before. Yeah, I think
1: the yeah. year before that, he thought he was going to have a chance, but it was Trevor Brooking's last season. Uh, something, something like that. And so the year he yeah. won it, he's, he thought that that Macca should have won it, and um, he was uh, he was very a uh, little bit embarrassed by picking up. Okay. But another
0: example, active. Russ, not going on about the England thing again. I mean, TC was Young Player of the Year that year. Didn't yeah. go anywhere near the England squad. Nope. And what really upsets me is how Terry Fennick got in ahead of Alvin Martin yeah. for the Argentina game. Yeah. And then Scott and Alex Ferguson did the same thing to McAvenny. He fell out with McAvenny, Graham Sooners, and all these guys. Mm. So sometimes these managers lose the plot, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he'd banged in, quite banged in, how many goals that season. He'd won he'd won PFA junior play a uh, young player of the year that year as well. Um and yeah, it was, it was just and yeah, the whole Terek Fenneck thing and, and Alvin. That's that's come up before, and it's it's you know there is a trend, isn't it? it It's not just one or two players. It does seem to be. Not I don't think just West Ham because I think any other team could have the same thing with their players. But it just seems outside the top sort of four or five for the. Yeah, you know, for the last 30 years. He's a bit like that. But
0: uh, Ray Stewart, Ray was Stuitel, not even in the Scotland team either. They're picking Lawrence no. Melpers, I think, from Dundee United. So he had it tough as well.
1: Exactly. And you it mentioned
0: is in 82, he was in the squad got injured. So yeah, we do have it tough, do Yeah. International it
1: is it is what it is, but we love him anyway. And we still and it doesn't matter what happens in it. Well, you still turn up. Well, we can't turn up at the understate moment, but you still tune in and watch the matches, will you? Wherever yeah, happens, so yeah. it is it is what it is, and that's what we love. That's just been absolutely brilliant, man. Talking to you, I've loved no, it. No, you too. Ross. Really, really you loved too. it. You Thank too. you so much. I appreciate. I can tell there's been a lot of work going into there. Last minute changes, fitness tests.
0: Goalkeeper was hard. Ooh. And then I was thinking the other day, in terms of the manager, don't don't we all wish Trevor Brooking had taken the role longer than the passion that man showed? Yeah, then...
1: yeah. Again, it was one of those wow. things where the man never yeah. showed no passion, like like physic, Like when he was yeah. playing, he was very cool put him on that touchline and he, was, he wow. was and i think and i think west ham fans i think we draw to a, a manager who has passion on the touchline you know i don't think the whole thing with i don't think with pellegrini for example he was quite you know although he could have this little Chilean, you know he'd like flare up but he wouldn't he would yeah. sit down yeah. and, you know particularly obviously along the stadium you know you yeah, like to see yeah. the managers that's why i like slab i like slab because he just sat there and you could see he was kicking every ball and yeah, i think, yeah. and Moisey's a bit like that as well I mean, especially with yeah, him and yeah, kevin yeah. together they sort of work yeah, quite yeah. well as a double act so i don't know how it's going to work you know on saturday yeah. because with social distancing they can't stand i don't know if they're allowed to stand yeah. that close to each other but um yeah it's yeah. what it is it is what it is but um no i think yeah and no, as i said i said before i think um you know, considering the way other clubs have have dealt with the crisis and their managers, yeah. and these, so that I think I think we've we, we've we pulled a good in there with Moisey. I really do. I think he was. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've got a lot of time for I've, him. Yeah, so much
1: respect, so much respect for the way he, yeah. he he dealt with that time and um and just what he's trying to do. It, it seems like he's trying to get a bit of the old the old boys sort of you know mentality back in. Obviously, you've got you know, there's until recently yeah. there wasn't that many. Old boys in the backroom staff, you know, uh, in particular, yeah. the Pellegrini, who has a lot, lot of foreign based coaches and stuff. And he said that they, they don't get it, don't get yeah. um West Ham. Yeah. Where now you've got, yeah. you know, obviously, you got obviously Colton, as you said, you've got Zavon, yeah. you've got Conch, you've got Potsy, you've got Kino, and it's just yeah. lovely yeah. to see. Um, and and hope and there's you know and there is a and Kevin was saying it the other day, in the eighteens, there's a big crop of players there. There's a good crop of he's really excited about the next generation. So it's about how he can filter them through and and obviously Moyes is more about British based players and
0: I like David. I think he's very hard working. He's the first one at the training ground, last one out. He Mm. thinks thoroughly about tactics. He brings people on. He improved Arnie. He brought Rice, gave him stability in the team. He gave Nagakia the chance, whatever we think about that. So he thinks, he thinks a lot, about what the hell can he do in five months? So he's never been given a full season. No. He's gone in when the chips are down. And you can't win. And the fixtures are horrendous, Ross. Even when he came in, we played they were. Liverpool, and yeah. City twice just before, Arsenal as well. Yeah. And now we've got Wolves, Spurs, Chelsea, Man United. Yeah. Jesus, wow! Well, it's it's going to be close for us. It's, it's, it's going, going to close, be close, but
1: but I yeah. think honestly, I think we got. I do. I really think we've got the best man for the job for it because it's not. So. It ain't yeah. about. Yeah. It ain't going to be about. Yeah. I mean, you've watched. you said you watched that City game. You watched how yeah. Arsenal played, and the, the rubbish game before that. But it's yeah. not going to yeah. be about the most. It's going to be about spirit and fitness, organization, exactly, yeah. motivation. Exactly.
0: And, and if we if we go down, God forbid, he's still the best man to bring us up. Oh, you yeah. need to stick with him, you know? Um, yeah. And, no, he'll, he'll have, and the thing with him is he didn't want to buy, because we brought him in so late in the transfer window, he didn't have a chance to s- sort of look and scout anyone no. because he's quite thorough in terms of yes. looking at players a yeah. lot. So he hates being rushed, but fortunately, um, Bowen and Suchek, they, they look like good signings, much needed. And let's yeah. bring more people from the championship who can hit well, the ground that's running. His, that's his mentality,
1: yeah. isn't it? And I think, yeah. you know, with someone like Bowen, Bowen, as I said before on the channel, he's, I, I, I had so much, more, so much excitement of him signing. It was very similar to when Ashton came in because when Ashton came in, he was a young championship English-based player who was hungry and you knew he would fit into the team. And Bowen, yeah. he's exactly what we needed. We need that pace, we need that energy. And he's, and he's only played a few yeah. games. But he looks like he'll run his socks off all day. Do you know what I mean? He looks like he would try. You know, certain players, when they come on the pitch, they don't exude that mentality. And even Suchek, I mean, he's he's picked Suchek out and... I think he's. I think he's mustard, and I just think we. I think we're, we're going to do all right. I've, I, I feel like Bowen.
0: It, it's the movement off the ball that's clever. So even before the mm. ball's delivered, he's looking to get into those and pockets. That's what we where... miss.
1: We yeah, miss that. Yeah, it's all exactly. very. Sta- you know, it's very yeah. a continental style. You know, where players just yeah. stand and and just try and do a trick, and it doesn't work in our game now. It has to be the clever runs, and yeah. but also having the yeah. skill to pick them up. And I think we we, we have that. We have. We've got people like Nows and we've got people like you know Lanzini when he's on his game, and, and you know we've got some skillful players. It's it's just the right formation, and I think. With him, I think with Haller, yeah. hopefully with with Antonio more pushed up front, that makes a big difference as well. Because um, yeah. Haller's got someone to play with, and we've seen the difference. You know, just the, the confidence yeah. in the player, because there's a, there's a player there. You know, there is a player yeah. there, yeah. Um, and there's and it's just about just getting that. And you do it with Arnie. I mean, Arnie was doing. Really, really, Nothing, man. No, he, he was on the right, in, yeah, getting on yeah. the lot You know, and he put him up front and yeah. right. Just fucking stay up there. A bit like when Curbs yeah. came in and, and took Tevez because Tevez didn't do. You know, everyone saw big, but those first few months weren't great for Tevez. You know, yeah, it wasn't really. Yeah. And then Curbs went, look, just stop running about, stay up there. You know, in Argentinian, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that was it. And then he became the Carlos Tevez we we love and hate. Anyway, that was great, man. Was brilliant, really fun brilliant obviously yeah. thank you thank you no problem the come your eyes as yes, we cover your eyes and obviously thank you to everyone for watching obviously share like subscribe you know what to do again keep the messages coming and we read, read everyone and it overwhelms me that everyone and anyone bloody looks at these videos let, let alone comment on them so please keep it coming it's all about the community you know players come and go but the fans stay that's my new that's my new motto i like that uh, and that's what this channel is about and until next time for me and jazz take care everybody stay safe and be well see ya bye
0: bye bye
1: sports social podcast network